Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. method of business would persist until the formation of the National Wrestling Alliance in 1948. NWA as a central governing body, with its singular, undisputed world champion, would be absolute and undeniable. This control, combined with the expansion of the interstate highway system, and the inevitable popularity and availability of regional television, would usher in an era of wrestling that was defined by what would come to be known as the territory system. The territory system would dominate wrestling for nearly four decades. While the borders, authority, popularity, and obedience of individual NWA territories was in a near constant state of flux, to this day the impact and influence of these territories is still felt. Each territory had its own signature promoter and star. While it is impossible to cram these characteristics into a static, concrete map, we are damn sure going to try anyway. So open up your eyes. Careful compromise Always threaten when someone 
right, it's Thursday. The go-home show before Christmas, which is on Sunday, of the 30. Interesting, the crew we have here today. We've got the champion, Benny Scala. How's it feel to be champ, pal? It's great. It's great. It's That's great. it. That's what it's great. <laughs> you know, it's very fleeting. I, you know, it's here today, gone tomorrow. you got to do my best to keep it. <laughs> what I am disappointed is your, your partner from the great Dan and Benny show was crying in his beer and decided to no-show us tonight because he's angry because he Uh-oh. feels like he was robbed last Thursday. What would you think of that? Well, what do you, you know, it's not show friends, it's show business. Well, I'm here. How how is the heat between you guys when when you you guys have come down to quite a few championship rounds against each other, mostly going towards Dan? But after you dethroned him last Thursday, is there any stress between you guys, or is it completely business? Well, I don't know. I mean, I have the neighborhood kids start my car for me, so you know you got to be careful, right? <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, Joe. What's up? Loved your what Christmas a day, show. huh? What a day. I loved day. your Christmas show yesterday. I, I watched I it on the oh, rerun. Thank you very while, much. Well, I listened to it on the rerun at work. Well yep. done, sir. I like what you yep. do for the uh, the local town, uh, giving yep. away those gifts. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, real quickly, that thing blew up so fast. It turned out to like be one or two gifts, but then all the businesses got together. We had about 20 prizes, giveaways, over $500. In this small little town, this community, it was great. Lots of winners. Still delivering prizes, but, you know, Monty and the Pharaoh got a good shout-out on that show last night. You got viewers in Centerville watching. I know you do. So they're all tuning in right now. Well, we always appreciate the shout-out. But I got to ask you a question. So we we don't know you that well. I'm learning you. How do you keep such a refreshing, good attitude? Well, it's just that's the personality. That's how I am. You know, I wasn't I've, I've always been a happy guy. I've always been enthusiastic. I've always been that guy. I've just, you know, it is what it is. Um, I guess I was uh, meant to be behind a microphone. And thanks to baby cakes and all that we've made this possible the last few years. So it is what it is. You know, do you have do you have obviously you're very good behind a microphone as well as the rest of the panel here, excluding Bruce, that is. Um, <laughs> but. Do you expect, like, do you want to see your career go further, maybe into terrestrial radio or, or serious radio? Um, if that opportunity presents itself, sure. I'm not actively pursuing that. Um, I've been on the radio my whole life up in the Northeast. I was the voice of the Berkshires, 1997, beautiful Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Um, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, you know what you know what we're talking about there, Phil. Uh, you know, at this stage of the game, I am happy with what I'm doing. I, I did not think come, moving to Centerville from Boston to Centerville would put me on one of the number one wrestling game shows. I mean, so that's how this crazy world works. You know, when one door closes, another opens. Great show last night. People are tuning in tonight because of this. I, I just, you know, thank everybody for tuning in. It's just, you got to remain grateful, you know, because we're, we're only here on this earth for so long. So, hey. Well. I respect and love your attitude, but obviously the panel here, including Bruce, uh, you guys are really making the show, and it's an impressive run. Phil, you hey. exited early last week after being the longest reigning champion. Phil, obviously people have known you for a long time, a regular on the great Boston Wrestling Channel, 
Uh, you're on terrestrial radio presently, I think. You're a fitness yes, coach. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Well-rounded. And more importantly, you didn't catch herpes the, the weekend of the big event. And that was important. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, I am a, I'm a very lucky man. Yeah. God. Can you imagine that? Huh? That's a, that's a Christmas gift you can't return. You, yeah, that, that's right. That's right. I can't they're renaming that. Well, herpes. It, but. They're renaming herpes, though. Um, no. um, it's coming out. It's now called Petro. Petro. Oh, no. So if you get crabs or some kind of sores on your penis, it's called the Petro. You're petrified. You've been petrified. Very good. Very good. Very good, Betty. Well done. Nice job. You've been petrified. Oh, we gotta stop. You gotta stop. I, I see the next T-shirt. <laughs> oh, because, hey, I'm assuming I'll probably get another nasty email in the next day or so. That should be fun. Sing that song. I I will survive. Right. Mm. At first, I was afraid. We're a gainer. But no, <laughs> Phil. Much respect. Another very talented man, Phil. Did you want to get into radio now that uh, I asked out of Joe? Is that something you I wanted stumbled to do into as a full-time gig? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd do it. And you know what? And um, we got somebody retiring this year at the station, so uh, my role will be expanded. So I'm pretty happy about that. Nice. And uh, So, yeah, it's wonderful. Very thrilled. And, uh, yeah, I want to go further with it for sure. Well, you're for certainly sure. very talented. Stuff. I'm surprised – any of you four haven't done some wrestling announcing for like independence at some point in your careers. I, I was a ring announcer. I was a ring announcer for extreme uh, Northeast wrestling extreme for years. I did that. Nice. Jimmy Allen. I don't Phil might know him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Based out of a beautiful one socket, Rhode Island. I was a ring. Woonsocket. announcer. Yeah. Plus I, uh, uh, up in Brockton, Massachusetts, home of Rocky Marciano. I was the ring announcer right. for years for the Rocky Marciano Rocky tournament with the, uh, you know, Rockton all the boys over there. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, worked with them. So, yeah, I've been in the ring. I've been, I've, I've taken a couple of bumps here and there. It's been fun, you know. I was supposed to do uh, the next show Dan and was doing. I was um, slated to actually be the ring announcer. Uh, Mr. Cena chose me. And uh, sadly, it didn't get off the ground, we know. But, uh, yeah, there's a future there. Definitely. Yeah. Well, last but not least, the great Bruce from ESO. How are you, buddy? I'm back. <laughs> you did a great job hosting Wrestling Remembered. You, you, you do a pretty good job hosting, which I think eventually yep, there's a rumor going on that you may be hosting the 30 in the future. What are you thinking? Ooh, replacing I, I the great Mike I heard something about that, but uh... – Wow. Yeah, there's no replacing Michael Monty. We all know that. Let's let's get that out there. But uh hey, you never know what's going to happen. Well, I got to you know, tell for you the, um for, for the record though, Bruce did a great job today producing Wrestling Remembered. Kudos to him. And also kudos to Abe. Abe's doing a great job producing Money in the Barrel in the 30s. So. Abe's Abe, awesome. Abe was very happy that he made Pro Wrestling Tees. He uh oh, we were talking go. about it before. Good nice. good shit. Good yeah. stuff. There's, but there's one guy that didn't make pro wrestling tees, and we won't talk about that right now. But that's whatever, you know. Listen, Joe, this is this was in the works way before you started. We certainly, <laughs> no, we're ser no, but I'm we're certainly kidding. going to make some adjustments. We're going to add another person to the family, update the shirt. Oh, there you go. Absolutely, there you, go. you are part of the family. Yeah. Hopefully, for the future, the long term future, we're hoping. 
I can only be so. Well, we're yeah, hoping we to keep the entire group, right? This whole group here, Abe, hoping for Pharaoh's return. There's a lot of stuff we could do in 2024, gents. That's for sure. But enough well, of the friendship only. stuff. Let's get off the ground. I'm coming. I'm coming. Joe would like nothing better <laughs> for Christmas is said. to walk away to the 30 <laughs> champion. I, Why not? Because it, the Miracle on 34th Street signs behind me. The Miracle on 34th Street would be Bruce. That would be the miracle. <laughs> and I think he has a chance. Yeah, who, know, who knows what's... Who knows what stunt uh, Abe and Monty are pulling tonight? You never know. No, we're going straight this time, guys, because I really want this person to go. Whoever wins this value championship that Benny right now is holding close to his body walks into Christmas feeling like I'm the champ. That's very important. There you go. I'm try to are we ready? Are we ready for the 30? Do it. There we go. Former WWE star Verbal Virgil sets up a GoFundMe. Former WWE star Virgil, real name Michael Jones, he was in studio, by the way, and he talked about the size of his penis, has had a challenge time over the last few years. In 2022, he revealed that Jones was diagnosed with dementia and has undergone two, not just one, but two massive strokes. Just oh, over God. a month later, he's diagnosed that he had a stage two colon cancer. Ooh. With the help of a friend, Jones recently able to set up a GoFundMe page aiming to raise money for clothing, toiletries, and other expenses for coming winter. Since putting up the page December 12th, which was not too long ago, Jones has been able to raise a little over $3,000. Here's the question. What are your thoughts about Virgil and his GoFundMe page? And what are your overall thoughts about wrestlers and their GoFundMe pages? We're going to open up with the champ, the player, one half of Dan and Benny in the ring, one third of Wrestling Remembered, one half of True Crimes. Am I missing? Oh, wait a minute. One half, no longer Twin Bill. What's it called now? Line Drive. The Line Drive Baseball Podcast. One Drive Lays Baseball Podcast, which did you guys do one this week? No, not this week. We're going to mm. resume next week. All right. Anyway, Benny, guess what? You're on the 30. Go. That was some uh, Scott Steiner math you had going on there. I had to try. I think the answer was 1427s. But, and I'm ecstatic right now because I found a very rare find on eBay today. I found a 45, a single of uh, "We Are the World" by Michael Jackson and John Tolos. So I will, I will cherish that just like I do, just like I do my my current championship. But as as far as you know, okay. So I, I'm, I'm I have a, I mean, I, Virgil is a very sympathetic figure. I mean, you look at the guy. I mean, he just he evokes sympathy. But I mean, another one that uh, I'm sure in his prime. Made a lot more money than I made in, in my 45 years of my business career. I'm not setting up a GoFundMe. I feel like we've we've paid for these guys already. We 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 paid their salary. We you know spent our hard-earned money. Uh, why you know buying a ticket to the arena, buying I mean not that I ever bought Virgil merchandise, but it, it's just it's a sad thing when you have mid you know mid-card wrestlers that that 
worked hard and saved their money and knew that it wasn't going to last forever. And then you have guys like Jake Roberts and Scott Hall and Virgil just thinks that, okay, I can go to the well one more time, just like Special Delivery Jones, uh, except that he always came up short. But, um, no, I, I don't, I'm not in favor of it. I think it's – I mean, there's 100 people that I know on Facebook that probably need a GoFundMe more than Virgil does. Champ, hell of a round. Posted a 17 on the first round of the 30. Joe, oh, Mr. Second Place. Hopefully this will not be the case in this show here. We're wishing you a Merry Christmas, Joe, and we wish you not to go to the land of misfit toys. You're on the 30. Go. I don't want to go to misfit. Virgil, Virgil, Virgil. This story's been told a million times. He came in as a bodyguard. You know, that I... I I'm just trying to wrap my hands around this. This story's been told a million times, and the reason I say that is because it is wrestlers that seem to fall on hard times. They've been to the WWE or WWF in this case, and you know they got to main event status for a small, minute moment, and you know then they they disappeared in the land of obscurity because that's the way the business is run. But now, with the antics and the Instagram and the Twitter and all the exposures of the genitalia and all that stuff, and now he has dementia. I, don't get me wrong. I wish Virgil nothing but good health and all that. But the problem is, his problems aren't our problems. I mean, if he did not take care of himself financially, physically, you know, we could, we could, I should set up a GoFundMe page because I can tell you my health hasn't been great the last 20 years, but I'm better now. But the problem with Virgil here is the story's been told a million times. Does he deserve a GoFundMe page? Sure, GoFundMe's there for that reason. I just don't see it as a mechanism where the fans have to repay their debt. We paid to get to, to be in those seats to watch him do his thing and all that stuff. Do we have to keep paying to watch him go through his treatments and all that and pay for that? I don't agree with this. I, I, I'm dead set against it. Well done, Joe. Fantastic. Phil! You handsome devil. You're on the third. <laughs> Larry will get you everywhere. Go. I think there are just so many untapped marketing opportunities still for Virgil. His biggest claim to fame was something that wasn't uh, part of a storyline, certainly not acknowledged on television. But um, it's my understanding that back in the day, the hitman, Bret Hart, was quite an artist, caricaturist, cartoonist in his own right, and used to entertain the boys by uh, drawing cartoons and caricatures on the blackboard backstage. And one of his favorite characters was Virgil, and he used to... Um, he used to draw Virgil and certainly um, certainly uh, picture him with his greatest asset in kind of a comical fashion, kind of going, leaving the room and trailing down the hallway, <laughs> following <laughs> Virgil's thing through other rooms and that sort of thing. And at the end was Chief Jay standing there with his arms crossed, shaking his head. And uh, I understand Brett used to do a lot of these pictures, so I could imagine a situation where they team up market a whole bunch of t-shirts, maybe even a comic book, and uh, we could put Virgil back on the map. I think this would be great. So instead of the GoFundMe, 
or maybe if you make a contribution, you can get a cartoon personalized by Brett featuring Virgil. Something creative. <laughs> I think there's still a lot of marketing. You know, maybe cozies for, I don't know, you know, <laughs> maybe moldings well or done, castings. Phil. You know, if you think about <laughs> Virgil, he had quite the run. How many years with, with Ted DiBiase did he have in the WWE in their, one of their hottest eras? And the then he's part of the NWO for quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. He had to be doing quite well, I would think. I forget what I he told us he was making, but, you know. Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Dude, I am rooting for you, man. I really am. I'm, hard money's on you, Bruce. You're under 30. Go. All right. Let's just start off by saying, like everybody else has said, everybody has health issues. And let's face it, we should all have GoFundMes if these guys do. Um, not very sympathetic towards these older wrestlers with their, with their GoFundMes. Uh, a lot of them have not been good with their money. And I've seen it firsthand how much some of them can make at a, a convention just doing a signing. Although we do know Virgil is better known at those conventions for like sitting out in the corner or outside setting by the, by the fire hydrant, uh, things like that. So Virgil, Virgil in general, let's just talk about it. Virgil, the name, it was a rib on Dusty Rhodes to begin with. Most of us know that, but there's a lot of fans out there that, that don't remember that. And while, while we were talking about those, those wrestling classics, I think it was Virgil. He was the only other one who, other than Ric Flair, to do the, do the helicopter in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the locker room. Now, do I feel bad for the guy having two strokes and, uh, and stage two cancer? Yes, but he had, he did have a great career. He was pinned, he was right alongside Ted DiBiase in the hottest angles. He had to have been getting great paydays all, all, all through that. You know, um, he never, he never did make it to the main event status himself, but he was involved in so many main event events that happened. You know, the, the, yeah, the NWO, the Ted DiBiase angle, you know, um, I agree with Phil. He, there's merchandising op opportunities for him in in so many ways. I I absolutely have to agree. I mean, a, a, a Virgil figure coming back nice out. Nice job, Bruce. Well done, sir. Wow. Wow. Look at that, man. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Bruce. Nice. Bruce. 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 All right, question two, ladies and gentlemen. Mike ladies. Rotundo discusses late son Wyndham's jolly personality. Wrestling lost one of its most brilliant and creative minds, Bray Wyatt, in the real-life Wyndham Rotundo 2023. Wyatt died on August 21st, 24th, I'm sorry, at age 36 after suffering a heart attack, caused in part of complications due to COVID-19. Wyatt's father, Mike Rotundo, a retired professional wrestler himself, recently spoke about his son's death and how it's affected their family. Wrestling talk with Mayor McCall podcast. Rotundo spoke about the joy his son brought to the fans of the wrestling community. So now they're talking about putting Bray Wyatt in the WWE Hall of Fame. Does he really deserve this? That's my question. And who's opening it up? What a day. Does he Whoa. deserve the WWE Hall of Fame? You're on a 30. Go. One million times over, yes, Bray Wyatt deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, not because of his infectious personality inside or outside the ring, but this man was genuine and he loved the sport. Uh, Braun Strowman recently had a podcast where he said that when he first came around to the WWE, Bray Wyatt took him under his wing. Braun Strowman had no money, 
And what did he do? He paid for his hotel rooms and his meals for the first couple of months because the fact that he was new to the business, he didn't know what, what was going on, he had no money to spend. That's the kind of guy Bray Wyatt is. That's outside the ring. Inside the ring, a creative genius. This man invented the Fiend. The Fiend that actually the WWE made a Fiend belt that cost like $5,000 that people have bought since then. This man was genuine to the core. If there's a guy that left his world too soon, it's him. It's unfortunate. Um, I feel bad for JoJo and the kids. Everybody who's associated with him. I love the fact that the WWE has actually put him in the legacy um, tier. So any money made off of Bray Wyatt directly goes to his family, which is unbelievable. A great gesture from the WWE. Does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. His contributions are amazing. His matches with Seth Rollins, the cinematic matches we talked about wrestling remembered. Yes, Bray Wyatt, Hall of Fame, no-brainer. Well done, Joe. Well done. Mr. Boston, oh. the president. Phil, you're in the two spot. Does he deserve the Hall of Fame? You're on the 30. Go. Yeah, he does. And, you know, I understand a counter-argument might be that he wasn't um, in the mainstream or on TV long enough compared to some of the um, more notable Hall of Famers, but it's a different age. Uh, there's a lot of exposure here. And the important thing is he made the most out of the exposure he got. You know, if you were to look at him as an outsider, if you were to meet him in person, he's an impressive specimen, too. And his ability to move at 300 pounds is just unbelievable. I mean, his style was very believable, too. And, you know, that backward bridge walk that he used to do, pretty damn tremendous, pretty impressive, you know. Kind of a combination. He had elements of The Undertaker, elements of Raven, I think. And he connected with people. I mean, you know... This side of The Undertaker, when back in the day we would hold our lighters up and, and, you know, welcome him into the arena, you know, he had his fireflies out there with their cell phones, the modern lighter, if you will, and uh, there was a buzz all the time. No one was sitting on their hands. No one was going to the concession stand when Bray Wyatt and the family came out. And, you know, he was the center of the universe of, you know, of his family, and his family spawned some other great wrestlers too and um, certainly tragedy has, has beset that family over the years and uh but yeah absolutely you know regardless of his genetics of his lineage and everything else an incredible in-ring performer great connected with fans brought well a done, new Phil. exciting well fresh done. element to it and... bruce oh. huge first round if you keep this momentum i could see you going home this world champion in the 30. Does Bray Wyatt yeah, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Go. Short answer, yes. But let's look look at why. I mean, there's so many legendary aspects to the to this man. You know, he comes from the Wyndham family. The Wyndhams are, are a legendary family, and he's just another branch of that tree. You know, you, you look at second, second and third generation wrestlers and what they're able to accomplish. They just have an innate ability for the in-ring action, for the microphone. Look, Wyatt wasn't the best wrestler, but he put on a great show. He was gr great on that mic. So second thing, legendary characters. Come on, The Fiend was legendary. The Wyatt family, the Wyatt family was one of the things that brought me back into watching the wrestling, into watching wrestling. You know, his attitude, his attitude towards, towards everything 
he, he was he was driven. He could, you could see he wanted those characters to succeed. He would have done anything to get them over. You know, and that just goes to his creativity. Um, look at the fan reaction. How many wrestlers get that big of a fan reaction? You know, when he came back a little over a year ago, and uh, he, he got almost a, a road warrior level pop. It, it's it's crazy. Um, I think people don't realize he did have a, pr a pretty good career. It was 10-plus years, and uh, that's longer than a lot of the guys in the 80s that are part of the, the Hall of Fame. You know, WWE is definitely doing the right thing with all the promotional money going towards the Wyatt family and their expenses, and uh, got to give kudos to them well for that. Well done, Bruce. Nice work. Play a chip. You had a great first round. The competition's stiff. All three of your... Board members are saying Bray Wyatt should be in the Hall of Fame. Wondering if you have a different voice on this. You're on the 30. Go. Well, I'm going to use a baseball reference. Uh, one of my favorite ball players of all time, and my probably my favorite Yankee, was Thurman Munson, who was uh, tragically killed in a, in a plane crash in August of 1979. He was in his 10th season with the New York Yankees. Um, was, I'm sure, a virtual lock. Uh, to, to be elected to the, the Hall of Fame at Cooperstown has never gotten in. And the reason, you know, the, the most popular reason given is his lack of longevity. But how do you penalize someone for a tragic death? Uh, you know, Munson was amongst the best of his peers. The only comparable catchers were Carlton Fisk and Johnny Bench. Bray Wyatt was a generational talent. The guy had, he captivated the crowd. Absolutely had the crowd in the palm of his hand. The, the fireflies, the the legacy. Uh, you know, you, you you're talking. His real name is Wyndham Rotundo. So your dad is Mike Rotundo. Dad is Bob Wyndham, aka Blackjack Mulligan. And I now Barry Wyndham in my mind, you and Mike, you've had him as a guest. I think Barry Wyndham was one of the the top five wrestlers of the 1980s, maybe top three. Uh, you know, between after Flair and Steamboat, I think. You know, Bray Wyatt, in, in his own way, was as talented as anybody in his family. Just the, the, his his maneuvers for a guy his size and, and his psychology and his well promos. Well done, Benny. Well done. Man, you guys are pretty well locked up there. Bruce with a, I think oh, it geez, looks like Bruce a 10-point lead, but 10 points in this game could be absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> just saying. All right. Round three. AEW star Thunder Rosa weighs in on the bidding war for MJF. AEW star Thunder Rosa believes it would be a big loss as AEW loses the services of MJF, yeah. stating that it will hit the locker room and the company hard if he goes to the WWE. MJF has spoken openly about his contract situation with AEW and is reiterating once again recently his contract and AEW will expire January 1st, 2024, and he has not signed a deal with the company. He claimed that he loves AEW and is keen on staying in the promotion. At the AEW world champion colleague Thunder Rosa discussed MJF's contract situation during a recent appearance on Busted Open, where she praised the accomplishments accomplishments and spoke glowingly about the respect she has for him the question is gentlemen will mjf end up in the wwe and why or why not phil this is the round before the first elimination better grab all the points you can you're on the 30 go 
I don't know that he will end up there. I don't know that he needs to end up there, especially right now. I mean, he's already become kind of a transcendent figure, you know. He's out there hobnobbing. He met Mr. Kraft from the Patriots several weeks ago to participate in an anti-Semitism um, program against anti-Semitism. He um, met up with John Cena at the premiere of a movie that he's actually starring in, which is a pretty impressive situation. And all this has been generated out of his time at AEW, you know? Typically, WWE's the springboard for this sort of thing. So he's already, I think, in a good place right now. Um, the question is, does he want to remain a, a big fish in a slightly smaller pond, or does he want to uh, go to the big lake, the big pond, and, and maybe uh, have to start swimming with some of the bigger fish again? And uh, everyone does talk about the size situation with him, too. And, you know... Um, could still be relevant, but I don't know. I, I, I think uh, I, I think his his uh, list of opponents in AEW might be a little more suited for him right now. And again, we always speak stylistically. The difference between WWE and AEW, there is a difference there, and and there is a new style to learn there. And I, I think it's also a safer style. Um, I think he might have a little more creativity where he's at right now. He might have a little more latitude, a little more leisure. Well done, so well he done. doesn't have to go. Well done. This is the round before the first elimination. Bruce, you got a pretty healthy lead. Let's keep it up. Will MJF go to WWE or will he not? You're on the 30. Go. Bruce is frozen in time. Oh, no, no. my God. What? <laughs> what? Joker <laughs> 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 a big one. Call Mr. Heatmiser right away. That yeah, he's, he's, is he's he's timing out there. Real. Oh, there he is. He waits. Okay, I think I'm back. Oh, all right, I'm all back. Right. Now I gotta get this all out quickly. So, first of all, no, he's not gonna end up in the WWF at this point. Why? Because he's already signed a uh, the uh, his new contract with AEW. There's no way that they're gonna go into this uh, the their pay-per-view and uh you know take those titles off of him he's too big too important to aew they're not going to let him go they're going to keep him there at any cost um second you saw the pictures of him against john, next to john cena john cena is twice the size of them um wwe doesn't need any any more cruiserweights they've got enough of them going going right now and uh that that's really where he would be he would be a small fish in a big pond i don't think he would have the impact uh in WWE that he has in AEW. I don't think he would be allowed the creative control that he gets in AEW. Um, maybe in the in the future he may come to WWF, but as of now, he's not going to be there. Uh, AEW can offer him a, a, you know, a better, you know, an easier way of life. Uh, he can he'll make the same money either place. You know, AEW's his home. He's staying there. Well done, Bruce. Good work. Good work. Wow. Uh, Whew. Oh man! Player, come on! What happened? Who's yelling? <laughs> Me! Look at the scores! My it's God! It's unbelievable. Player, <laughs> will MJF make it to the WWE? He's staying at home. You're on a thirty. Go. Oh, wait. Did, did you ask me something, uh, Host Monty? I, I was actually running one to a picture of uh, Phyllis Diller. 
uh, pre-plastic <laughs> surgery, actually. Because anytime Thunder Rosa speaks, I would much rather do that because it's much more pleasurable. But oh, I guess man, that's look the out. Uh, w- will he now? No. No, I, I agree with Bruce. Now he's, he's, He would be foolish, I think, to go at this point because you know that Tony Khan has the wherewithal to give him whatever he wants. And at this point, he will give him whatever he wants. It'll be a very lucrative contract, um, you know, maybe for a few years. Now, um, I if I'm MJF, though, uh, you know, I'm, I'm playing, uh, you know, center field for the uh, Wisconsin Wankers, uh, and I'm making a lot of money. Do I want to eventually wind up with the Yankees and play center field? Absolutely. I think that in his mind, as a wrestler, uh, his resume will not be complete until he does that. He's He's got to prove that to himself. And I think they can do things around him as far as the size um, to, you know, to compensate for his lack of size. I, I don't think that would be an inhibiting factor. I think he's not, I mean, yes, he is kind of small, but you know, he's not, uh, I mean, I, I would imagine he's the same size as Benoit, at least height wise. I think it, he, he's just a phenomenal talent that WWE will figure a way to work around it. Well done. Well done, champ. Uh, Joe. It's a long haul, and the next round this is, is elimination. A, this is crazy. Bruce this is crazy. Is, Bruce is running away with this thing, boy. Woo! Look how, did, how, did Bruce, how did Bruce <laughs> run away with this when he had 40 seconds to talk? That's what I, I don't get. Oh, it's I, just he's, – he's on today. He's on today, Joe. I don't know what to say about on, it. Baby. All you could do is fight, fight, fight. fight. You're out of 30. Fight. Go. I got the gloves on. MJF, <laughs> the salt of the earth, the pride of Plainview, New York. I got to tell you, just recently <laughs> inducted into the uh, Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. This guy's on a roll. Let's not forget, let's go back to May of 2022 when he called Tony Khan and bleeping Mark on live television. I mean, come on. This guy, this whole thing's a work. He is just saturated in building his hype his product, his character. Will he go to the WWE? I say eventually, yes, he will go because we always want to know when you get into this business, you want to climb to the top. And right now the top is not AEW, but it's WWE. Now that's money-wise. As far as character-wise and so forth, Tony Khan would be an absolute idiot and would bankrupt this company if he lets MJF walk away. Now, MJF going on all these podcasts this week saying that he hasn't recently he hasn't re-signed. His contract's up January 1st. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, WWE is saying they haven't had any talks with MJF. So MJF is just touting his own horn. He's trying to increase his stock. The man is talented. There's no doubt about it. We've talked about him on this show countless of times. He's he's number one trending when dynamite's on and he's barely on. I'm telling you right now, MJF will stay put for now, but eventually he will come to the WWE. Wow. Nice job, Joe. All right. Bruce, you're on cruise control right now. You just got to stay steady. It's just the first round. Okay, this is the first round elimination, guys. So whoever has the lowest points after this round is eliminated, goes to the land of Misfit Toys. Alexa Bliss. Fan warns fan he's a victim of scammer scammer posing as her. 
In a now-deleted tweet, a fan claimed that he received a counterfeit check from Alexa Bliss's manager, accusing her of theft in the process. He was quite upset about this as he dropped two posts on this matter. Rubber checks submitted to me by Alexis, Alexa Bliss's business manager. The checks was absolutely a positive, a positively a fake, according to the bank, the two companies mentioning on a check, and yet has called the liar and called the thief who's a thief. I don't know what the hell that means, but that's okay. <laughs> this confused fan dropped another post this time with a screenshot of a badly made marriage certificate. The caption, the second post, this was posted on and off Facebook, Twitter X, and I believe that even Instagram, but no one even challenged it. No one even told me I had to take it down and no, no one fact, not BS. Anyway, Alexa Bliss saw the fans' distraught message and she had to chime in. Bliss let the fans know that, she's been, that he's been scammed and she had nothing to do with it. The man's post have since been deleted. Sir, someone is scamming you. We don't know each other. Please stop communicating whoever's pretending to be me. I'm sorry for this happening to you. Again, again, you have not been speaking to me. Stay safe. Here's the question, guys. Um, is the fan just crazy or is Alexa Bliss a scam artist? Bruce. <laughs> In the lead with 68, you got a minute and 30 explain to me, is the fan an idiot or is Alexa Bliss a scam artist? You're on the 30. Go. Oh, obviously Alexa Bliss is out there scamming her fans. What a moron this guy is. Come on. Oh, it's as bad as the guy who thought he was gonna, who was trying to date Liv Morgan through his phone last week. This is insane. You are not going to... You're not going to be tweeting with you're, you're not going to be talking with your favorite wrestler. If you have a crush on a female wrestler, they're, they're not communicating with you. They're not going to marry you. They're not going to send you anything. They're not going to send you a gift. They're not going to send you a check. They're not going to send you a marriage certificate. What is wrong with people? They're playing a character on TV. Appreciate the act of what they're performing when they're on there. <laughs> what the Black, hell? Blackout. What? Blackout. <laughs> oh, this is bad. The ECW what Arena. Is, oh, oh, my goodness. This is bad. Red out. This guy Holy has a crap. chance to def defeat you, Benny. Fight Bruce. He's been blacked out. Fight Bruce. <laughs> Bruce! Where are you, buddy? What happened to Bruce? Did he lose all his points? Wow. That's it. Oh, my Lord. He's in the red room. Well, I guess we have no choice but wow. to put him in the land of misfit toys. You oh, guys no, have redeemed Bruce. yourselves. Poor wow. Bruce. The guy was actually going to become champion, and he, was, he, was. he got blacked out. Well, it's a whole new wow. game now, guys. Woo! Oh, All right. Player. Wow. <laughs> You're on the 30. Back in this. Unbelievable. Alexa Bliss, a BS artist. Fan, just some crazy knucklehead. Minute 30, go. I'm, I'm thinking of that great song by our former president, uh, uh, Bubba Lannis Clintonette, and it goes like this. I got one hand in my pocket and the other hand's in your pocket. What the hell? <laughs> no, oh the, the guy's an idiot. You know, here's the problem with social media. Uh, you, you follow somebody. 
on on Twitter. I don't I don't even use Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called. But now you seem to think that you have a personal connection with whoever you're following, who has like 27 million followers, and and somehow you have you know few enough brain cells to think that these these people actually know who you are, and. Uh, I mean, Alexa Bliss, I think, really took the high road by by publicly coming out and saying that that you know, sorry, sir, you've been scammed. I mean, I'm am I a fan of Alexa Bliss? Absolutely not. To me, she's a hundred pound gymnast, and she shouldn't have been in the ring with you know with with Charlotte Flair and the like. But I mean, seems like a very nice person. Took the high road, explained to this guy, you know, in so many words, you're an idiot. Leave me alone. But did it with tact and diplomacy. So this is, to me, this is the, this is the bad side of social media. We all seem to think, you know, we have a connection with these people and not that they're better than us, but they're, they live in a different world. And no, I mean, the, the guy's Benny, crazy. Benny, you trying to tell me that Alexa bliss underscore one, two, three, four question mark is not our, when she talks and asks me to, to send me naked pictures to her. Yeah, well, I don't know. That, that could be different though. Joe, (laughs) look, you were all upset, and somehow the Angels of Christmas eliminated (laughs) Bruce from the competition. It's unreal. Miracle on 34th Street. Let's keep that. And now it's not even an elimination round, so we still got a little more to go. Joe, Miracle on 34th Street. You're on the 30. (laughs) Go. All right. Well, this kid got scammed, right? Yeah, Alexa Bliss sends me photos and checks and all the time. And I mean, come on, folks. This is it's social media. This kid is stuck in the basement, still playing Nintendo. I have no idea. You know, how did this even make uh, to to this show? How did this question even become a question on this show? It was big news. I'm dumbfounded by even talking about this. What kind of I, I'm like laughing about this because this is I can't believe I have to answer this question and give an opinion. The the kid's an absolute idiot, okay? Plain and simple. Alexa Bliss, that's her stage name, is not sending fake checks to random fans. Can we get that? I don't care how messed up she was when she got involved with Bray Wyatt the Fiend and burnt herself in the ring, which we talked about wrestling remember today. This is crazy. I can't believe I'm actually on the show right now promoting this question. Yes, we can all laugh about it, but come on. The only picture I get in my mind right now is this kid is sitting in a basement going, oh, I made the internet because I got counterfeit checks that I made on my Microsoft computer or iPad or laptop or whatever. This is insane. He made the this 30. This not be a question. And he yeah, made the 30, all right. It should made the friggin' 50 and get the hell out of here. This is crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, done well done. Well done. Phil. <laughs> Whoa. That was pretty funny. That was good stuff, Joe. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know either. He pretty much covered This is a tough one now, being in the third spot on this question. It's tough, but if anyone can do it, it's the president himself. I Listen, before we even go, I feel terrible what happened to Bruce. He just blacked out. Yeah, I, yeah I hope he's all right. <laughs> Have we heard from him? Can we get a Bruce, can we get a Bruce update? Like, I'm, I... I, I I finally thought this guy's finally going to arrive and win his first championship. Wow. And, and it just. Unbelievable. 
It's, he was abducted by Herbie in the abominable snowman, I think, <laughs> from the island. Very, very good. All right, you're out of 30, Phil. Go. <laughs> There's an old Latin phrase that says, it's caveat emptor. It means yes. buyer beware, okay? You know, the news is chock full of scams these days. We hear now you can't even go in and buy a gift card for someone without it being a scam and someone already having cashed it and that sort of thing. You know, you go to the gas pump now and we're all told that we have to check for these little card readers. So be careful before you, you pump your gas. What I find really incredulous about this situation with this guy is the fact, first of all, if he knows Alexa Bliss at all, I think she just had a baby, okay? And I don't think she's spending much time, you know, selling goods and talking to fans right now, if you really think about it, you know? Anyone who's ever had a baby knows that, you you know, you spend a lot of time with the baby, and it's really your world and everything else, you know? And uh, so just the idea that she's out there communicating to fans is, is pretty preposterous, so... Um, uh, again, this this internet, this social media now, it brings out all the psychopaths, certainly all the narcissists we see, too. And uh, sometimes we experience them firsthand, as, as, as we know. Um, so this is just a sad case, just a sad person, uh, a very confused person who uh, sadly is targeting someone who is likely pretty vulnerable right now, having well just done, had a, a brand well new done. baby. And, uh Oof. I um I honestly believe the fan. I think Alexa Bliss did send him a, a friggin' shitty check. <laughs> it took all the kids' money. Honestly, I don't know. Second oh, elimination, no. boys. There's just three of you. The game is tight. As we know, after this round, we go to the finals and we all start at zeros again. Joe, uh oh, Phil, player. It's Christmas time. Here we go. <laughs> Hulk Hogan and his wife get baptized in Florida. Greatest day of my life, brother. No worries, brother. No hate, brother. No judgment. Only love, the former WWE star said in a post on social media. Wrestling Hulk Hogan is ready for a new chapter in his life. The 70-year-old former WWE star and his wife, Sky Daly Hogan, we're baptized in a ceremony at Indian Rocks Baptist Church in Florida recently. Hogan reflected on the experience on a post on Instagram Wednesday night. Totally surrender and dedication to Jesus is the greatest day of my life, he wrote in the caption of his post. No worries, no hate, only love, Hogan said. The wrestler's post included a video of himself and his wife, whose real name is, his real name is Terry Belea, uh, Belea, sorry, dunking his head back into the water while wearing an all-white garment. Here we go. Hulk Hogan, real American, or just another bullshit lie? Champ, you're up first. Thoughts on the baptism of the immortal Hulk Hogan. You're under 30. Go. I just wonder if uh, when he got dunked, was he wearing the do rag? That was that was my first thought. <laughs> oh man, just wrong. Uh, just wrong. And, yeah, I mean, shoot, if I had known that, I mean, Indian Rock Speech is about a half an hour from here. I would I would have made a trip myself to to watch it. But I mean, 
one of the things I've learned from somebody on this panel that I'm pretty good friends with is that, you know, 99% of the, these wrestlers are, are workers, and I think they're working, like, at least 98% of the time. So, and nobody's been working the crowd longer and better than Hulk Hogan. Um, I, now, do I want this to be real? Yes, I do. I mean, I really... I, I think it would be a, a beautiful thing for the man, and I, I think it would be, a, a, you know, at this time in his life, you know, we're not, none of us are getting any younger uh, at this age, that that he embraces that lifestyle and that, you know, the, the faith. But I mean, he, his whole credo was one of the things he was, said was say your prayers. So I mean, wasn't he wasn't he uh, a Christian all his time? What what, what happened? Uh, so I'm I'm kind of confused as far as that one goes, but. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to. I'm very, very skeptical, though. I mean, I guess time will tell. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. That's all I can say. Wow. Phil? The baptism wow. of the immortal Hulk Hogan. 70 years old, starting the last chapter of his life, maybe the last chapter of his life. Third wife, I believe, right? Yeah. Turned himself over to God. What does Phil think? You're on a 30. Go. I think the Hulkster's still grateful that he's still with us, and, and we are grateful too, but um, I think we have to remind the Hulkster one of the commandments, thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor, which, again, translated maybe a little more loosely is, uh, don't be a liar, don't exaggerate, don't be hyperbolic, you know? I think last week he was on a show telling us that Andre was up to 800 pounds when he body slammed him. So, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I don't think the Lord is too keen on that sort of thing, you know. Um, yeah, the mantra has been prayers, training, and vitamins, certainly. And, uh, and you know, he's always been featured with the crucifix. He's always worn that cross. And, of course, it inadvertently played uh, a role, and we discussed last week in Piper's Pit, and now or on one of the shows, um, the accidental tearing off of the cross. And I like to believe that was an accident done just to um, ju just uh, just an accident, not done to perpetuate the storyline. But uh, you know, I, th I think if he can get away from the prevarication, the hyperbolic nature of his stories, that's a start. Uh, you know, quitting alcohol. I think he quit alcohol too. Maybe that. Maybe that's part of it too. Um, I won't judge. Uh, I'm, I'm a little dubious. Uh, I hope he's for real. And I know Christ wanted everyone to, who wants to follow him to deny the self, give up everything, you know, turn all his stuff over to charity and, and walk the walk. If he does that, I think he's in. Well, first of all, I see you posted a 101, and I don't think I've seen – have we ever had triple digits on this show? No. Oh, my God. Right. Wow, Phil. Holy crap. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> Gee. All right. I won't use that name in vain. Jeez. Here's what we got. We got Joe trying to get to the final round. Joe has been known to be in second place. But, Phil, I mean, Benny, player, <laughs> you have a chance here because Joe seems to drop the ball in these final rounds. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. All right. Hulk Hogan, Joe, Real oh. American, a minute 30. Go. 
I am a real American. I call people the N-word, and I sleep with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. <laughs> and on tape, and I bankrupt a website, and I do this, and I do that, and I say your prayers, and eat your vitamins, and all stuff. 70 years old. He marries a 45-year-old. Let's do the math. How old was he when he won the World Wrestling Federation title from the Iron Sheik? Where was Sky Daily then? If this newfound resurgence is really real American, why hasn't it taken place earlier? And as Phil said, yeah, Hogan was 800 pounds by the time. This man is out of his mind now. And I'm going to tell you why. He's got to rejuvenate the Hulk Hogan brand. You know why? Because his son, Nick Hogan, has been involved in another drunk driving accident. What kind of father lets his kid keep driving around drunk, especially drinking at his bar in Tampa? I mean, come on, folks. You know, I wish Hogan the best. He's a great guy. He was immortal to me when I first saw him. It, great stuff. This is getting crazy now. This is like Tony Randall marrying a 20-year-old and having a baby and then dying. I mean, is there more to this story that we know of? Is Hulk Hogan on his way out? What's going on here? This is kind of warped. I just don't understand it. I hate to be negative and so forth. But again, I feel like we're being played again. I feel like we're, this is a work. Hogan needs to revive the Hulk Hogan brand. And this is the next move that he's going to do. Well, let me start off with this. I think this will be a short clip created over the weekend because that was one of the most hilarious rounds I think I ever heard. That song alone was incredible. Wow. <laughs> Unfortunately, the champ. Where is he, uh -oh. champ? Uh-oh. We're going to have to send you away to the land of misfit toys. You gave a great round, as always. You are an icon in this business. We're so welcome to have you. And on a serious note, Benny... Have yourself a Merry Christmas, and thank you for being a friend and part of the Monty and the Farrower channel. My pleasure. We love you, With that, pleasure. see you later. Okay, gents. I, I see we're Bruce you at zero. I see Bruce in the land of Misfit Toys. He's right over there. I see him. He He's is. okay. He's all right. He's coming for me. He's in a package. <laughs> By the Champion. way, Abe is doing a great job producing tonight. Just want to let everybody <laughs> think, know that. Good. Get that in there. <laughs> okay. Get that in there. <laughs> All right, final round. We're putting you at zeros. Uh -oh. It's for the world championship going into the Christmas ho holiday. It's a tough one. With all the turmoil in the WWE, you've got a minute and 30 to explain to me how Cody Rhodes is going to be able to finish the story or maybe explain to me how he won't be able to finish the story. I don't know which way you're going to go with this. That being said, Phil, you're up first. Joe gets a little appeasement to sit back, <laughs> watch what you have to say. A minute 30, go. You know, I, I think for, for Cody to ascend to the, uh, to the ultimate place right now, which would be WWE champion at a WrestleMania, and beating someone like Roman Reigns, I think Cody has to be knocked back a few pegs and actually have um, a hero's journey on his hands. And by that I mean some upset losses perhaps, um, some maybe dramatically um, dramatic upset losses. I think maybe he needs to have some close friends turn on him as well. I think he really needs to be made more of a sympathetic figure right now. Um, 
certainly bleeding like his dad would help a little more too, I think. Um, kind of uh, remind us of Dusty. Um, but, uh, you know, he came into WWE very strong, okay? He, he bounced right out of AEW. He came back even stronger and more elevated than he was in his previous incarnation there. Um, not going to have him dr- grow the mustache back and become dashing again. But I do think that he needs to be taken down a few notches. I think he needs to have some obstacles put on in his path. And I think he needs to dramatically overcome some of these obstacles. Again, maybe a classic heel turn from one of his friends, a betrayal. I can certainly see that. Maybe a few, again, upset losses. Make him a sympathetic figure again and build him up. Build him better than before. So uh, make him the bionic man with the bionic elbow, man. Well done. Joe. Oh, boy. All you've got is opportunity right here. You could only blame yourself. You're here. You're in a catbird seat. (laughs) You're right behind. You know 15's the number. You had time to think. Go. Cody Rhodes will finish his story, but unfortunately it won't be until be about 2062. That's the year, by the way. Uh, this is insane. Um, Cody Rhodes has been derailed. I don't know what it is or what's going on in the WWE. I don't know if Vince McMahon's behind this. I don't know, even though he's not involved. Something's going on. Right now, the latest one is that CM Punk is derailing Cody Rhodes because the fact of the matter is CM Punk has taken Cody Rhodes out of main event status. So what I feel is probably going to take place now is the fact that Cody Rhodes' story is is stuck. This chapter is going to be a subchapter. You want to know why? Because now he's involved with this stupid storyline with Shinsuke Nakamura, who called his father an inbred. So I'm assuming now that he meant Dusty Rhodes, who is the son of a plumber. So are all plumbers now inbreds? <laughs> I don't get it. This makes no sense whatsoever. I don't believe it. Yes, Cody Rhodes will finish his story later on down the road. Will it be at this, this coming WrestleMania? Maybe, maybe not. I don't see it happening. I think The Rock's coming back. He's going to fight Roman Reigns. We already know it's going to be Seth Rollins versus um, CM Punk. So where does that leave Cody Rhodes? I don't know. He might want to bring back the 24-7 championship because that might be the only title he's going to win for a while after winning the tag title with Jey Uso. Nothing against Cody Rhodes, but like I said, he will not finish the story until 2062. And with that, we have a new champion. What a day, Joe! Congratulations! We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, everybody.